Spiritus Domini, replevit orbem terrarum. Alleluia. The Spirit of the Lord hath filled the whole world. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord hath filled the whole world. Alleluia. And that which containeth all things hath knowledge of the voice. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Let God arise, and let his enemies be scattered, and let them that hate him flee from before his face. Never, I think, has an introit resounded with so powerful a correspondence to the destiny of a nation. I speak, of course, of Ireland, five days away from the referendum on the Eighth Amendment. The Spirit of the Lord in ages past filled Ireland with a mighty wind, sweeping away the idols that held her people in a circle of fear, violence, and superstition and infusing men, women, and children, rich and poor, powerful and weak, learned and ignorant, with a sweet and liberating power that no one could contest or resist. The irrefutable evidence of the Holy Ghost in Ireland Ireland saints. Wherever the Holy Ghost passes, he leaves a trail of saints behind him. Ireland, long known as the Island of Saints, was in ages past a holy Pentecostal island, a place of blaze with the fire and light of the Holy Ghost. The just shall shine, we read in the Book of Wisdom, and shall run to and fro like sparks among the reeds. They shall judge nations and rule over people, and their Lord shall reign forever. They that trust him shall understand the truth, and they that are faithful in love shall rest in him for grace and peace is to his elect. The Holy Ghost, we sang in the intro it, hath knowledge of the voice. Knowledge of what voice? The voice of whom? The psalmist tells us, the Lord hath not forgotten the cry of the poor. And again, in the same song, the Lord hath heard the desire of the poor, thy ear hath heard the preparation of their heart. Do not listen to those who would want you to think that the Irish have given up on the Holy Ghost. 
or what is worse, that the Holy Ghost has given up on Ireland. The words of Frank Duff, pronounced in 1997, are today prophetic. Your ambition, said the great man, is colossal. To conquer with a single blow, to convert a population in a week or so. It is magnificent and fantastic at the same time. But it does become possible if you can make yourselves the outlet point of the Holy Spirit. For he can convert at a stroke in the twinkling of an eye. So spoke Frank Dahl. The Spirit of the Lord hath filled the whole world. Alleluia. And this includes Ireland. Ireland today. Yes. An Ireland fascinated by glittering images of the new identity. An Ireland seduced by the lying discourses of those who call good what is evil and evil what is good. And Ireland tempted to give ear to the deception of the age-old serpent. Today's Feast of Pentecost is a magnificent manifestation of the liturgical providence of God. It is an immense epiclesis, an invocation, a calling down of the Holy Ghost upon Ireland. The collect of today's Mass becomes, in the context of this coming week in Ireland, a prayer that one might well think crafted in view of what will face us on Friday. Did you hear it, O God, who on this day didst teach the hearts of thy faithful by the light of the Holy Ghost, grant unto us by the same Spirit to be wise in what is right. Recta sape. To relish, to taste, what is right, endeavor to rejoice in his consolation, to be wise in what is right. Why should Ireland follow nations become foolish in what is wrong? Why should Ireland follow the Netherlands and Belgium and France and so many other countries into what is wrong. An Ireland enlightened by the Holy Ghost will show the world the consolation that comes from relishing those things that are right, always and everywhere right, and holding fast to the laws that uphold and protect such things. Ireland needs a new Pentecost. All of Ireland needs cleansing as by a mighty wind. All of Ireland needs to be set ablaze again with the fire of the Holy Ghost that St. Patrick enkindled long ago, not far from here, a 
on the hill of slain. Take the verse of the first Alleluia and make it today a prayer for Ireland. Emite spiritum tuum et creabuntur et renovabis faciem terre. Send forth thy spirit and they shall be created and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Send forth thy spirit and they, sons and daughters, quickened in the holy faith, shall be created and thou shalt renew the face of Ireland. Oh, there are, to be sure, naysayers and prophets of doom who declare the death of Catholicism in Ireland. The first error of such people is to assume that the holy faith of our fathers is an ism. Isms come and go. They are in fashion and out of fashion. They are the subject of debate and of ideological wars. The faith of the church is not an ism. <coughs> it is fire and light. It cannot be stopped or consigned to cultural museums or contained by iniquitous laws. The Spirit breatheth where he will, and thou hearest his voice, but thou knowest not whence he cometh and whither he goeth. And as the Apostle says, I suffer hardship like a criminal, yes, even imprisonment, but there is no imprisoning the word of God. The verse of the second Hallelujah, which we sang kneeling in a gesture of humble and intense supplication becomes today and will be throughout the coming week of this octave of Pentecost, a great swelling prayer out of the depths for Ireland. Come, O Holy Ghost, fill the hearts of thy faithful and kindle in them the fire of thy love. And what, I ask you, is the golden sequence of today's Mass, but a supplication for Ireland in the present hour. Were you not seized by it? Where thou art not, man hath not. Nothing good, indeed, or thought, nothing free from tainted ill. And now comes this prayer for Ireland. Heal our wounds, our strength renew. On our dryness pour thy dew. Wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will. That's your prayer for the referendum. Bend the stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen. Warm the chill. Guide the steps that go astray. And in the gospel, our Lord utters sobering words. For the prince of this world cometh. And in me, he hath not anything. Yes, the prince of this world cometh, even to Ireland. 
but in the hearts of the people made ready by the Blessed Virgin Mary, Queen of the Senegal, and indwelt by the Holy Ghost, the Prince of this world has no foothold, no claim to power, no empire. I said this morning in chapter that in situations of great distress and momentous import, one can do nothing better than tell one's beads. Every Ave of the Rosary is a summons addressed to the Holy Ghost. For wherever Mary is invoked, the Holy Ghost descends in a mighty wind, in tongues of fire, and also, almost imperceptibly, in an outpouring of grace that announces the triumph of light over darkness, of joy over sorrow, and yes, of life, life over death. Remember and repeat the words placed on our lips and in our hearts today by the amazing liturgical, the Pentecostal providence of God. Let God arise, and let his enemies be scattered, and let them that hate him flee from before his face. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.